0: Welcome to the Wild Kit Way, a podcast that gives the mic to Dr. Marcus Campbell, the superintendent of Evanston Township High School. Join us on this audio journey as Dr. Campbell shares his stories and insights and has honest, real conversations with people who make ETHS and our community the incredible place it is. In this episode, we explore the ETHS district goals and their significance in shaping the experiences of our students in their high school journey. Dr. Campbell is joined by ETHS board president, Pat Savage-Williams, and ETHS staff member, Alicia Hart. Together, they discuss how the district goals serve as the driving force behind meaningful outcomes for ETHS Wild Kits. Let's jump in. You know what to do.
1: Hello, Wild Kits this is dr campbell superintendent here at eths uh with yet another uh podcast and i'm glad that you are able to join me and uh, i also have some new guests joining me today and this is uh our board president uh pat savage williams and in the middle here is Allie Hart, our new, st- uh, new student transition coordinator. And I'm happy to have both Ally and Pat uh, with us uh, in this podcast. And we're going to be talking about uh, district goals uh, and how um, the district has come about uh, adopting a new set of, of goals, how our Board of Education went about doing that. And um, Allie's here because, you know, we want to talk a little bit about how those uh, – those goals get implemented, and what they look like in a day-to-day sense here at ETHS. And so Ali's going to help us with that. So um, I'm going to have them to introduce themselves and share their pronouns, and then we're going to get started. We'll start over. We'll, we'll begin with Pat.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Campbell, for that introduction. Um, as you said, I'm Pat Savage-Williams. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I am... I'm honored to serve as the president of the Board of Education for this amazing district.
1: And we are honored to have you, Pat.
3: (laughs) I'm really glad to be here. Um, My name is Alicia Hart. Everybody calls me Allie. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm the new student transition coordinator, which means I have the joy of welcoming new students and families to Evanston Township High School best job ever.
1: And Dr. Campbell, he, him, superintendent. And we're just going to jump right in. So, uh, Pat, we, um, the board, uh, myself and along with uh, the Board of Education went through a process for adopting a new set of district goals. And so you can you share a little bit about how the goals uh, came to be this time around?
2: Yeah. So um, as you know, we had goals Um, And it was time for us to renew the goals, and we knew that was coming up um, a year out. So we spent time thinking about how to get information from our stakeholders um, because we wanted to make sure that the district goals don't just represent a small part of our district, that they are really a part of the whole district. So we wanted to make sure that our goals reflected who we are, what we value, as a district, as a board, um, and really connected to the students. Um, we, we we're always looking at the academic achievement outcomes of our students. What can we do um, in order to make this academic experience a positive one for our students? So that's what we looked at. And uh, we spent several months uh, talking to different sets of people, teachers, students, Community members. Um, we we did a survey um, just so that we could get as much information as possible, and then we finally took all that information, sat down as a board, and um, and just went through all of the goals and the language and wordsmithed like crazy. The superintendent search process, as, as you very well know, I, think I was a little familiar that. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, had taken place prior to that. And um, one of the the big um, parts of that was community engagement. So we were able to hear from different parts of our community um, in these small focus groups and get information that we were able to use as our um, base for our goals, so that was really helpful.
1: It was a very, very smart thing to do. Yeah, to have that as a sequence in the process. Yeah. Hire a new superintendent, and then use that information to really develop district goals and have that process almost one in the same. Yeah, it was. Really. It
2: was pretty. It was a pretty thorough process. Yeah. I feel really good about the information we collected and the the amount of uh, data. And anecdotal stories that we um, had to choose from. Yeah,
1: and so Allie is here because she's talking about how does the district live and breathe these goals. Uh, people think that the board runs the school. The board is a governing body, yes. right? And uh, they set good. a framework for the district, and the administration actually carries out uh, those. Um, policies and those procedures. And so Allie here uh, as, a, as a staff member can share a little bit about how when the board sets a goal uh, for the district, how do we how do we do that in the day-to-day, uh, yeah. Allie? I don't think I've ever called you Alicia a day in your life. <laughs> in my life no, but. fair enough, fair enough. I just always want to make
3: sure people can connect uh, the name on the, of the website with the Absolutely. Of- <laughs> Well, I mean, I think in that same way that um, we have You know, goals that are at a district level that when they practically get to the teachers, students and staff, maybe we don't always know that that was directly the result of a goal, but it's an important connection to how we're building our community engagement, being fiscally responsible, all of those pieces. And so as we get the guidance um, and it's shared down. We're trying to interpret, well, how do I meet that goal within my area, my sphere of influence, the way that I do things? So a community engagement example is fairly easy for my line of work because yeah. I'm really connected. Yeah. But then there are ways like fiscal responsibility where I have to think a little bit more creatively. Right. And so I'm, I'm excited to share some examples out each of those areas um, you know, when we work with new students and families, we're able to connect to all of those goals. But that practical work is so important yeah. um, to making the goal, the district goals a reality. Yeah.
1: So let's talk a little bit about goal one. then. Pat, can you share um, uh, just the thinking behind goal one and then Allie? You know, what does that look like? You yeah. know, goal one is equitable and ed- excellence in education. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What, you know, why that goal? And Allie, how do we, mm-hmm. you know, how do we put that into place?
2: Yeah. You're right. Goal one is equitable and excellence in education. And it is the first goal for a a good reason. It is the most, well, they're all very important goals. There are four goals total. Mm -hmm. Um, um, This is the goal that is directly connected to the academic achievement of our students. And I'm just going to read it because um, all the words are so important. Um, It reads, as an anti-racist institution and recognizing structural racism as the most devastating factor impeding the achievement of students. As you can see um, this goal is directly connected to the data that we are constantly reviewing around um, the academic achievement of all of our students. Um, We disaggregate our data by race Um, Because we want to know how our kids doing and are we meeting this goal?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the ways that, I mean, any data that I look at within my area that's evaluating the success of what I'm doing, we're going to disaggregate by race. We're going to look at these identities and ensure that we're meeting the needs of all of our students and families. So that's one practical way that I'm using this. But another way that you might feel this impact as a student or community member is if we think about Wild Kit Futures Day. So every year as part of Wild Kit Futures Day, we have our freshman class spend the day, the ninth graders, with Calvin Terrell. And so it's a way that our ninth graders get introduced to this foundational equity work Mm -hmm. um, and how we as a district try and be about that. And so that's a great day with students and then each year in the evening we invite our parent and community members to come and be a part of that as well. Okay. So that's just one example of how we're engaging students and families in being a part of that understanding. So
1: Yeah, that's a great example, Allie, and um, having the kind of conversation with students that Calvin has where he talks a lot about anti-racism and, and hate and all of the isms and phobias that come, it's, it's really important. Uh, goal one is also um, the, um, uh, the the sort of the frame for why we do a lot of the things that we do. And uh, sometimes I guess it gets a little controversial, but we're okay with that yes. because um, we know that we have a lot of students that um, they need the same opportunities as, uh, that all students should have the same opportunities in our district.
2: Yeah. Right. Th- Go one um, encompasses the values that we have as a district, and um, I would hope that this is the the one of the places that someone can look on our website and see that goal, mm-hmm. recognize it is a district goal, and really understand a lot about what the beliefs and practices of ETHS yeah. are.
1: And let me just say, and Pat, you know, I've said this to you privately. I'll say it publicly too. I don't think I've ever seen a district with a goal like this. Yes. Yes. Right. It just doesn't exist. And so Evanston has always been progressive and on the head uh, and the lead and a lot of things that's happening in education. We've done that for the last 60 years. And this this board is no different. And writing a goal specifically like this. And I am definitely appreciative as a superintendent to be able to work in a district where the Board of Education would draft a goal like this and maintain it.
2: Yes, right, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So goal two, which also is a, is an important goal about well-being. And we're yes. going to move through these quickly, you know. but we needed to just spend a lot of time on goal one because that's where we spend a lot of time. We do. We do. Yeah.
2: We spend a lot of time it's on foundational. goal one.
1: Well. It is foundational.
2: Um, but you're right. Goal two is, is also extremely important. It is around student well-being. And we've learned a lot about student well-being in the last few years. We know how important it is. We've always known how important it is. So goal two is to provide an environment that is centered around student well-being. That is the goal
1: very straightforward.
3: Yeah. Very straightforward. <laughs> so what does that look like, Allie? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a member of the Student Services Department. I get to work with our counselors, social workers, psychs, that team mm-hmm. um, which people I think often attribute to at the team that provides the student well-being, right. but it is an all of us right. goal within ETHS. It is an all, all of us. Of us goal. Are part of supporting that, but I think our our department really brings that um, energy to this work and I think that's particularly important. I also have the joy of Supporting our freshman advisory study hall and sophomore advisory study hall and looking at our four-year advisory model at ETHS mm-hmm. and the way that advisory can really provide a, a model of support that brings the team and family and student together to really make sure a student is connected and cared for in all ways so that they are able to be academically successful and I think that is just foundationally what the well-being goal is
2: about. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Centering student voice and focusing on student well-being is something that you have um, taken as a part of your work for many years I've known you and, uh, but also part of our Larger staff, right? I think every teacher, every staff member plays a role in student well being. Um, and um, that's something that is not new to ETHS, but it has definitely, definitely been critically important the years just prior to the pandemic we found, and actually now after the pandemic, and then this, with so much happening in the world today, it's still such uh, an important focus for us. Uh, Along with goal three, which is around fiscal accountability. Pat, you want to read that one too?
2: Absolutely. So this is our goal um, for us to really think about um, our values and and how we spend our money. Mm -hmm. Um, So this goal reads prioritize equity, integrity, and transparency in our financial stewardship by employing value-based budgeting. So, as a board, um, we talk so much about what we believe in and what, and what we value. Um, so, this is our opportunity to make sure that we put our money where our mouth is, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, so that's extremely important.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. I Very mean, we practical. we we provide the resources to where they're needed, mm-hmm. right? And that's essentially what that My- and being
2: responsible with taxpayer dollars. Right. Being right. responsible. Yes.
3: Yes. And you know, when we do things like campus tour days with new families or current families who join us and even community members on those days, um, it's really a joy for me to be able to walk people through incredible facilities and highlight these amazing resources that we have available in our school because of the fiscal responsibility and the support that we've received from the ETHS foundation to help ensure that. So it's It's really a gift to be able to take all of that responsibility and make it visible and tangible Mm -hmm. to students Mm -hmm. and families as they visit us on those Saturdays.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the tours. We just recently um, held our Distinguished uh, Alumni Awards, and so we take all of the distinguished alums through the building, and I cannot tell you how our alums who graduated from here in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s have come back to ETHS and have just marveled at what we as a district have been able to maintain the kinds of programming and facilities and what we're doing now Um, most schools in this country don't have a planetarium Mm -hmm. we have a planetarium and you look at the programs and all it's it's and they, they will say that a lot of kids don't realize it while they're here. When you go out of the after you graduate from ETHS yeah. and you begin to talk to your peers about what their high school experience was, it will not compare right. to what students get right here at ETHS. And we have the board to thank for that. Yes. We have the taxpayers in Evanston yes. to thank for that. And uh, it's just a remarkable thing that we're able to accomplish here at this high school.
3: Yeah.
2: It is one of a kind.
1: One of a kind. It is one of a kind. Absolutely. I guess lastly is our community engagement and partnership goal. You want to read that one?
2: Certainly. Well, this is important as well Mm -hmm. um, because we live in a community. We live in Evanston. Mm -hmm. And um, it really does require all of the efforts um, of of our community. And we recognize that um, uh, many agencies in Evanston really um, take part in our district. We are really considered the lighthouse of our community. So the goal reads Strengthen family and community partnerships through communication and engagement. Mm-hmm. So um, this is my It Takes a Village goal. It mm. does take a village.
1: Uh, yeah, we are a um, uh, a family-driven community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to think of ETHS as, as the center of our community, and, and we are. You know, I, I'd say that. And um, the amount of um, students who attend the school whose... Brothers and sisters, families, grandparents, um, all who've gone through these hallways have created a real sense of pride for ETHS which also um, reflects in the level of partnerships and how many people in this community really want to support us and advancing these goals and reducing these racial disparities and supporting student well-being. There's so many partners uh, in town who are looking to, to help us achieve these, um, uh, these goals. And Allie, you want to share a little bit about, about that yeah, too? Well,
3: and, and I think about... Um our families, particularly parent engagement. And, and I think about um, our Latino Advisory Committee, our ETHS Black Advocacy Network, those parent groups that we partner with, our boosters, yeah, the boosters. who are so critical mm-hmm. in helping um, stay connected on behalf of their students, but on behalf of other students as well. and. Being in the Welcome Center, this is where many of those parent groups meet. We
1: are in the Welcome Center, yeah. everybody.
3: Yeah, so that many of our parent groups meet in this space, um, feel connected to our building and facilities, and really help to give us constant feedback about what we're doing that's working really well, what can be improved, and how we can be successful as partners. Um, We also work with agencies in the community, nonprofits. We work with middle schools. I work with all of our feeder schools, the District 65 District 65 is definitely a partner, absolutely. Um, All of the private schools in the area as we try and transition students and have them build that sense of belonging here in um, ETHS. Um, So they're critical partners and help us to, you know, have really great attendance at our incoming freshman information night and course request night and helping get students connected and academically successful and ready. Um, So incredible to have partnerships like that to really make our students high school ready and hopefully for us to then be able to send them on that post high school trajectory. So um, we hope that our students are seeing themselves in our school, in the staff and also in those partnerships that we have as well.
1: And we are always appreciative of the efforts of our partners uh, who have um, access to resources uh, to assist us in um, making sure that all of our students are, are cared for and are getting the high quality education. So, well, I want to thank both of you. Uh, for joining me Absolutely. and during this episode I hope that this was informative um, yeah. for our community for our students and staff and our community members and uh, And thank you Pat thank you for your work as
2: a board member how many years you've been on the board now? 10 years 10 years wow. yeah and I also well, want you. to thank the, the, the other board members Absolutely. as well I feel Absolutely. like I have an incredible board very committed great and, board um, it, it is a great board Yes. Definitely committed to this work. Yes. Um, to the equity work, to these district goals. Um and I just really feel like we're such a strong team. Yeah. Team of eight. Team of eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: great to work in a district where the board is setting this kind of high expectation yes. with clarity, right? Yes. So that hopefully we can achieve this for all of our students at ETHS. That's right. Yes.
1: And thank you, Allie, for all of what you have done these many, many years in your <laughs> role, and even prior to that role as a as a as a teacher. Um, thank you for what you do, and um, and for all of the thought that you put into uh, making things like our district goals and reality every single day. So it's genuinely
3: my pleasure. I
1: know it is. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> you, you work like it is, you know? So, and thank you all for, for joining us. And until next time, thank you. Thank you very much,
0: yeah. everybody. Be sure to stay connected to The Wild Kid Way by subscribing to it wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. This is The Wildcat Way.